Obviously, uh, baptism is a big, important part of this service today, and I just wanted to talk to you about it uh, for just 10 minutes or so. Um, here, here's my goal. I just want to be transparent right out front. Uh, one thing is we want to celebrate with these people that are being baptized today. Uh, that is for sure. We're going to do that. But why would we have a baptism like this on Sunday morning? Because I want you to be impacted by baptism, all of you. Uh, Either you're celebrating the baptism that you've experienced. Uh, you know, that's a good thing for us to celebrate that. Um, you could uh, be thinking about and considering baptism for yourself or maybe even accepting Christ today by the witness of these other people here. So uh, I definitely have desires uh, for us. So here's what I want to do. I just want to read some scripture for you uh, so you hear some of the word of God about baptism. And then I'm just going to give you several ideas real quickly for you to think about. We're going to close that. We're going to get in the water. All right. Uh, Mark uh, 1, 9 to 11. Uh, I think it's on the screen, but it's also on your outline. There's an outline in your bulletin. If you pull that out, you can see the scriptures. You can fill in a few blanks and help you get some thoughts going about your own uh, baptism. Mark 1, 9 to 11. Uh, at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth to Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. That passage basically describes in all of the gospels, this moment where Jesus is baptized and, uh, and how, the, how the Father responds uh, to that. Um, Matthew 28 is the Great Commission. Jesus says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Acts 2.38, this is the place where 3,000 people were at Pentecost and accepted Christ. And then Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's the one they were asking, what do we do now that we're saved? And he says uh, to, to, to be baptized. And so 3,000 uh, at least were baptized and received Christ on that day. Uh, later in Acts, Acts 35 to 38, there's this story of Philip having a conversation with an Ethiopian leader. And he says, so begin, he's talking to him. He says, so beginning with this scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop and they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. Um, Acts 16, uh, the, the Philippian jailer finds Christ in the, at midnight with Paul and Silas there. Uh, the scripture says, they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. They then they spoke the word of the Lord to them and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. Uh, Romans 6, Paul is talking about trying to help us understand baptism. Know you not that many of you, many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. And like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. 
For if you have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we should not serve sin. One last word. Paul says in Galatians 3.27, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So we're wearing him, recognizing our baptism unites us with Christ. So some simple facts uh, about, about baptism. Number one, baptism is God's idea. Baptism is God's idea. It wasn't some idea that the church came up with and said we should have this thing and get your hair wet and do all that stuff to you on a Sunday. Um, Nope, God came up with this idea. He wanted us to uh, celebrate our connection with Christ Jesus in some specific way. Last week, we talked about uh, communion and how that connects us together. And so communion and baptism are God's ideas about helping us uh, relate to what it means to be a part of the family. I love membership and what we just did and talking about that and introducing those people. But that's, that's kind of a family thing for us, uh, joining a specific congregation, saying this is the place that I want to express my belief. But communion and baptism are way different than that. Those are those moments that we identify with Christ and we become a part of the body of Christ and the family, uh, the family of God. Number two, baptism was pursued and affirmed by Jesus. Uh, we recognize that he, he established it. He sent uh, he set it in motion. He's our example. I mean, basically, I believe that if Jesus believed that it was important to be baptized, then what are we to say? Who am I to say I'm not going to be baptized? Uh, so recognizing that he, he's calling us to be a part of God's family and to, uh, to be baptized. Number three, uh, baptize, baptism, however, does not save anybody. Baptism and salvation are not the same. Saving faith is putting our trust uh, in Christ, recognizing what Christ has done for us. The Bible is clear that we've been alienated from God and that we need to be saved. Our salvation is not in this water. There's nothing special or magical about that water. I've had a lot of people ask me that over the years. Uh, you know, sometimes we pour a little holy Holy Land water or something in there, but that's just for symbolism. You know, that doesn't change anything. What really makes all the difference is what had happened in your heart. But he asked us to make, to make this public proclamation of our salvation in Christ. So baptism um, becomes an act of obedience. Baptism is an act of obedience to God. Uh, we're responding to God. He has asked us to be, he says to, for you to believe in your heart. Because if you're not a believer, if you don't believe in Christ, if you haven't given your life to Christ and we baptize you today, you're just a wet sinner. Right? Because it's not the water, even though he encourages you, we need to be obedient, we need to respond. But if you haven't given your life to Christ, if one of these people being baptized is not really saved, then the water's not going to make any difference at all. But the symbolism of this obedience, you heard what Paul said, it's, it's like being buried with Christ and then being raised up with him. So when, we, when they go down in the water, the baptism is symbolizing that we identify with the death of Christ. While we are buried with him, and then we are raised up to new life, coming up out of the water. You know why we clap and celebrate? Because it's recognizing the resurrection as a part of my life, that I've been transformed out of my sin and brought into this resurrection relationship uh, with Christ. Um, that leads me to the next one. The baptism identifies me with Jesus Christ and the church. 
It identifies us with Jesus Christ. So we get connected. We, you know, the people that come out of of the water today are saying they want you to know without any doubt, I belong to Jesus. That's what I want you celebrating as you think about your baptism, uh, thinking about uh, what he has done in your life. It's an identification with Christ and the church. So we, we come together, we do it as a family here, we celebrate it. A lot of family are gathered here for them, but all of us are here as part of this family to celebrate them uh, today as they identify with Christ and the church. Uh, baptism is a symbol of new life. Uh, a definition of baptism uh, would be an outward confession of an inward reality. So basically, God did something in me, and I want to proclaim it to anybody that will hear this transformation that has happened in, in, in our life. You know, it's, uh, baptism is a little, bit like, um, a little bit like my wedding ring. You know, I could wear a ring and not be married, and I could be married and not wear the ring. She wouldn't like that. Uh, uh, I lost it one time. I had, this is number two, so I had to replace. You know, um, um, but the the wedding ring uh, doesn't make me married. But the wedding ring is my expression that I I've given my life to her. We are committed to each other. Uh, we were rec- that, that's the way it is. This is with baptism is recognize that I'm saying Jesus is my one and only. Jesus, not the world. I'm not going to live the way the world lives. I'm not going to live in all these other ways that I used to live. I have given my life to Jesus Christ. And baptism is like that symbol uh, that's, it, that's expressing that uh, to us. So baptism really matters. Amen? Baptism matters. You should choose believers Baptism. Now, that's what we're celebrating today is believer's baptism. These people have made decisions for Christ and are celebrating that uh, today. So would you think about that? If you've been baptized, I'll give you a place to mark it there where you could say, I'm celebrating my baptism today. So while they're being baptized, celebrate your baptism. So I'll be reminded of the, you know, kind of wearing the ring. I'm reminded that this is, this is who I am. I'm baptized. I've given my life to Christ. You might have been baptized a long time ago. That's all fine. Let's just celebrate that as a part of my relationship with Christ. Uh, maybe you, uh, that you would consider and pray about your need to be baptized. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty positive that there are many Christians in this room right now that, are, that have not been baptized. Because you get in a group this size, there are some of you that are believers, but you have never... Uh, had the opportunity, never been been in a place where you were baptized. I want you to think about and consider doing that. Even if it's been a long time since you got saved, uh, it would be such a blessing. What we're doing today is going to be a blessing to you as these people are baptized. It would be such a blessing for somebody to see that maybe you didn't have that opportunity, but you decided that you could be baptized. I'm not encouraging you to do it today. I'm inviting you to pray about it and thinking about it. And we'll have another one. Uh, we have a baptism about once a quarter. We would love for you to be baptized. You can consider that. You want to talk to me about that? I would love that. The last thing is on there, if you um, give your life to Jesus today, if you're not saved and you're here, if you came to service today for whatever reason. I want you to know that Jesus Christ wants you to submit your life to him. Give your life to him. He wants to forgive you of all the stuff in your past, and he wants to give you new life. If you're looking for hope, if you're looking for opportunity, if you're looking for the kind of transformation that God can bring in your life, accept Christ today. Uh, Give your life to him. Put your trust in him. Kim is going to pray a prayer for us as I go get ready to, uh, to get in the water, but maybe even right now. 
is a time where you could say, you know what, I need to do that. I need to say yes to Jesus. I need to give up some of this old stuff in my life and what's happened in my past and give my life to Christ and let him give me a brand new start together. Let's think about baptism.